beautiful thank you thank you welcome to the big if uh ifsters where we have a full slate of things that we prepared to talk to you about today full slate it's you a better big... strap in motherfuckers this is a big one <laughs> this is a massive one i'll tell you what i was uh just on a walk with my dog just walking the dog and i was thinking to myself i'm kind of happy that season five of the circle is over because then we can talk about other things well, one of the things on the docket on my end today is just to kind of talk to you a little bit about season four that I'm kind of asshole deep in right now. We don't have to make <laughs> we don't have to make it the the central focus point of the show, but it's an option. It's there if you want if you want me to discuss it at all. It's spicy. It well, it of course it's spicy, but um, let's put that in the C block. Sure, third segment, season four talk. Yeah, there we go. Uh, what do, what's what's cooking in the old A block though? What's on the front burners? All right. Well, I recently decided that I am officially back on my bullshit. So, oh, yeah. Big oh, I love it. Kind of decided in the last. It's official. Like, Twenty four, thirty six hours. That, like I said, I'm officially back on my bullshit. We are we are going full bore um into hot boy summer 2.0 oh oh my gosh 2.0 implies that it's vastly different than 1.0 could you maybe just preview some of the ways that it this year's hot boy summer um for all the aspiring hot boys out there could you just kind of detail for them not for me for them uh, what what can they expect from this 2.0 version well, last year in Hot Boys, the the inaugural Hot Boys Summer, right. um, it was just about getting the mind and the body, mostly the body, but some of the mind too, just kind of getting it ready for the spring and the summer. Um, and yeah, we, we kind of talked last year, we had a, I wouldn't call it a promise, it was just more of a vow that by, <laughs> memori- by Memorial Day that I would... Uh, I would vow to go all 24 hours of Memorial Day 2022 uh, with no shirt on as long as I wasn't at work. And I fulfilled that vow. I believe I sent you a video at the time um, showing me with the top down a little bit. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I, so, I saved that video. Yeah. And since Hot Boy Summer uh, 2022, the, the inaugural version, We've slipped a little bit. I haven't been the hottest of boys lately. Um, You know, the diet's been a little less than desirable. The workouts have stayed pretty good and consistent, but my body had felt like it was breaking down a little bit lately. The back was starting to hurt in different places and more frequently than it ever really had before. Uh, The knees felt a little creaky. So uh, you're really feeling that age. Yeah. And actually, I felt like in Hot Boy Summer 1.0, I had kind of turned back the clock a little bit. I was feeling young and vibrant. But like I said, um, gotten a little, I'm just going to be completely honest here. Got a little lackadaisical, um, you know, kind of just eating whatever I wanted, which I was not doing in the quest for the first Hot Boy Summer. Um, and it's just, sure. it's kind of just a self-confidence thing. And I haven't been feeling the most confident. I haven't really liked, uh, my wellness state as much lately as I did last year. And I kind of decided that instead of kind of, instead of just the woe is me, like, and just kind of being like, well, you know, you did it last time. You're still good. Like, no, it's, it's time to turn it back on and season two on to season two of Hot Boy Summer. 
Fuck yeah. Welcome to season two of Hot Boy Summer. I really like, uh, I keyed in on something you said there where like you, you said your confidence has been a little bit shaken lately. And um, I heard this other podcast. It's like the Model Health Show that he was interviewing this amazing, like amazing guy. Um, but he, he mentioned uh, something about self-confidence. He's like, if you, if you want to build self-confidence, start making little promises to yourself. So I'm making little promises like I'm going to wake up and go work out or um, I'm going to floss before I go to bed. It doesn't have to be big stuff, just little promises that help you build on your sense of self-worth. And uh, really, it translates into greater self-confidence, which can be the self-confidence can be fucking massive, right? The way you carry yourself, you don't even have to know. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room, but if you're the most confident person in the room, a lot can still break for you. You are hitting the nail. You could not be hitting the nail on the head any more than you are. When I I got my mind and body right last time. I'd be swinging them hammers. Hammers of of truth is the, uh, maybe the, the title of this episode. I like it. I like that a lot. Hammers Hammers of truth. But when I uh, when I got myself right the last time, something that really I owe it all to in the first place was doing that seventy five hard. Oh yeah, um, were you, know, you were you um, erect for seventy five days? Like penile? Yes. Uh no, probably half, probably like thirty seven and a half days. That's not bad. That's not no, bad. No, that's pretty good. But uh, yeah, so. Doing 75 hard, if you do it right, if you do it with fidelity, um, it's really, it it is a lot about making promises to yourself. You've got a checklist that you've got to hit every day. Um, And if you, if you don't, if you aren't, you know, if you're not accountable and you don't hit all of the parts of the checklist each day, you're supposed to go back and start at day one. And in, in my first go round, I did it without fail. Um, I stuck to my diet, two workouts a day. One of them has to be outside. They each have to be at least 45 minutes, gallon of water, uh, no alcohol, no cheat meals, uh, 10 pages of like self-development, nonfiction reading per day. And I got to be nonfiction. It can't just be a fiction book. Right. I didn't know that that was an aspect of it. I thought you could read like Lord of the Rings for 10 pages and kind of just move on. No, and I'm not a big reader. And when I did it the first time, the first book that I started with was Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Mm -hmm. And it was great. And it, it was an easy read. It kept me interested. And I loved the parts of my day where I was reading um, when I was in that book. And then I switched to another book that just really didn't, didn't captivate me like the first one did. And I stuck with the reading and I did it, but it was more of a chore. So I think the key to that part is finding something that you're going to be interested in reading. Um, but yeah, so I did it the first go around and, and got through it. Um, and, it, you know, it makes you accountable and you can't miss a day. You can't miss a, a checkpoint. Uh, you have to get that second workout in, even when your body is beat down and you don't feel like it and you had a long day at work. But what I found is that it really brought structure to my life. And I had to make sure I did A, B, C, D, and E every day. And and what did that do uh, for I, your self-confidence? It was phenomenal. You know, you feel like you can pretty much do anything when you can hit all of those, those milestones on a daily basis. And that was when I first stopped with the booze because there's no alcohol in 75 hard. And at this point, that was 500 and something days ago. So I've the boost part's easy now. The workouts, for the most part, should be easy. I know there's going to be days where I have had a long day at work, and it's I, I'm not going to want to go for a 45 minute walk outside. Maybe the weather's bad. But um, when I did it the first round, there was days where I worked like 13 hour days because I was new at Sugar Fire, and I would get home at like 11 p.m. and still have to do a 45 minute walk. And I did it every time to make sure I didn't start over. And it got me in the best shape of my life. It had me as mentally strong as I had ever been. So I owe a lot to that program. And I tried it another go round uh, last summer and I failed maybe like a month in. I don't remember if it was the diet or I think maybe one night my body was just like, you can't work out again. And I fell asleep and didn't get a workout in and stopped. 
And since then I've been good with my workouts, but I just don't eat, eat very good anymore. And I noticed kind of heading in the wrong direction, at least physically. So I kind of made the decision last night that today was going to be day one. So I'm going to stick to uh, like a carnivore paleo kind of diet. I've been eating too many carbs lately. So we're going to rein in the diet. Let's rein in those carbs. You know, watch the bread, watch the pastas. Of course. Uh, yeah, I love bread workouts. and pasta, though. I got to say. French fries. I, I've never met a French fry that I didn't like. It is hard to fuck up a French fry, I think. Um, well, it's hard. It's really hard to reheat a French fry. Air fryer is a good option. To reheat? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. You got, what, do you spray that with more oil, though? Uh, yeah, you can spray it a little bit. Give it a little... A little... Yep. But I actually... You have... You use air fryer? I do. I used it last night. I actually threw a a little steak in there. Oh, what kind of cut? It was a filet. Oh my gosh. And you might be wondering like, well, why would you throw such a nice cut of meat into the air fryer? It that was my like, first thought. Yeah. Um, but I had bought it at Schnucks. Um, it was one of those like, hey, this needs to be sold by today. So the price was reduced. So I bought it and then it sat in my fridge for a few days. So it needed to be, it was time to shit or get off the pot with that filet. And I really wasn't feeling like a big production. So I just threw it in the air fryer last night. I, I, I didn't even, I haven't even had any yet. I'm going to be honest. I think I overcooked it. So I might've fucked it up anyway, but I do use my air fryer. It's handy. We don't use ours uh, nearly often enough, but we should. We totally should. Um, I think it's just a matter of like cleaning that little basket. That that sucks. That little basket is such a bastard. Yeah. Maybe that'll be. Maybe that could be part of the hot boy mindset: is clean your basket. You got to make sure you clean that basket. And clean even that if you're fucking not actually, basket. And even like if you're not cleaning the air fryer basket every day, that could just kind of be like a metaphor for part of the hot boy mindset. It's like, hey, wake up, clean that basket, baby. Clean that air fryer basket. It doesn't have to be the air fryer, but whatever your <laughs> mental or spiritual or physical air fryer is, clean that fucking basket. And this kind of brings me to uh, something I wanted to tell you about. And you asked me right before we started recording, you're like, I think you said, hey, you getting a little sweat on? And yeah. I told you, I go actually quite the opposite. Yeah, uh, for those who are just audio uh, ifter, audio ifsters, um, my coworker seemed to, it seems to have dried out uh, at this point. My coworker, my co host, um, has a shirt on that seemed a little bit wet whenever we first got on. But it's, it must have some sort of moisture wicking technology because I don't see much anymore. My friend, you know your fabrics quite well. This, <laughs> this, uh, this pink long sleeve that I'm wearing, I've noticed, I notice it pretty much every time I wear it, that it shows moisture, even like the slightest drop very easily, but it often goes away like almost instantly. So there, there must be some sort of moisture wicking technology in this shirt. I think once again, you're swinging that hammer, you're hitting it right on the nail. Um, you're having I'm, a big day. I'm having a big day. I told you it was going to be a big show right, right at the start, launched off with the Warenberg theaters, but, um, is there, you know, I don't, there's not enough wicking technology, I feel like, in my life. Like, is there, is there like a negative thought wicking technology or a, um, you know, a, a, a snooze button wicking technology that I can install into my sheets where I don't hit the snooze button or it just wicks away bad thoughts or, you know, um, a hangover from a, a really heavy dream or something like that well i was gonna ask you i never really hear there's no wicking the, technology i never hear the verb wick without anything but moisture can you wick non-moisture things I, I mean you i think the verb could stretch to other areas of life yeah um like tax wicking like my uh, uh maybe an accountant could come with tax wicking technology if you could wick one minor inconvenience from your day-to-day -day life, what would you what would you wick away? Oh man, um, 
probably uh i hate to say walking the dog wicking technique i enjoy walking the dog but maybe picking the dog's poop up dog poop wicking technology yeah what what about you any thoughts come to mind like what would you wick away if you had the technology what temptation i would like a temptation wicking maybe a pill oh my gosh i love that idea because there's got to be a part of your brain that is like where temptation is derived from. Sure, yeah. The hypothalamus or the, the, that might be the prefrontal only part of the cortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's somewhere in the brain that is linked to the cerebellum. And if you could, if you could invent a pill or something that would curb temptation in all. With some sort of, well, it's got to contain wicking technology. Temptation wicking technology. We may have stumbled on the, 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 the new hot pharmaceutical. Bro, Nike and Pfizer should team up on this. We might want to just bleep this part out because we don't have this <laughs> trademark yet. Yeah, this is intellectual property, by the way. Um, the Big If is uh, owned by Big If LLC, so nobody can take that idea from us. I'm glad you put that out there. It's now official. We own the intellectual property too. It's a verbal, a verbal trademark. Um, but sorry, you were you were you were in the middle of a story when we got into moisture wicking here. That's all right. This is just basically ADHD theater at this point. It's good I'm A block so there. far. Good A block. Yeah. But um, I I feel like when you when you consistently do hard things it makes the other things in life that may seem hard at times easier. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah, I think, I, I think there's even a term for it. Um, I call that emotional intelligence. But um, I've seen a lot. I've actually, there's a guy I recently followed on TikTok and his kind of, his niche right now is he's showing himself uh, every day I forget how many days it is for him, his goal, but it, maybe it's like 30, 60, I'm not sure, but he's doing a cold plunge or an ice bath every day. Wow. And when I was in Mexico back in the end of November, I went to a gym that had an ice bath option and I did it there. It was my first time ever. And it was, it was fucking cold, man. That shit was tough. It's, it's hard to have like the mental fortitude when you, when your toes start hurting and you can feel your heart rate changing. You really got to control your breathing. That is really tough. And that, compare that to like cryo. It is, it's not even in the same category in my estimation. I've done both. And cryotherapy is tough, but it's like a, it's a dry cold. Like I think it gets to like negative 200 something degrees and it's cold. And it's, I mean, it wasn't super easy the first time I did it, but right. uh, the, the wet cold is, infinitely more difficult than the dry cold i could see that i could see that i remember back in um in the old shs when uh we'd come off the soccer field and sometimes there'd be an ice bath there in the trainer room that you could like stick your legs into and i never did one in all my days of sports even i don't think i did either and even playing college sports i never did like i mean i've ice sore body parts but i've never done like ice baths or any sort of recovery type stuff with that but it seems like it's really becoming more of a a thing in like the health and wellness sect right now and um i had kind of been looking on amazon for a a big enough like tub if you will that i could put it in my backyard and maybe do some cold plunges and then um i looked up on I found one at Lowe's. I found a metal, like galvanized, like yeah, water like, a, like a flower a potting bed, probably right. Uh, yeah, like I mean it's something like that, or like an animal trough. I don't really know exactly what it's it's designed for, but it was big enough for me to get in. So I just said fuck it today, and I bought that at Lowe's, and I brought it home, and I filled it with water, and then I went to the gas station and bought two bags of ice and dumped that in there. And I hopped in, I counted to 300 in my head. 
Um, so I knew I had hit five minutes. And in the last 10 seconds, I dunked my head and my, like my, my entire body was under, which I hadn't done for the first wow. 490 seconds. And then I hopped out and hurry, scurried inside. And uh, first thing I did was take a hot shower. I like the contrast of the extreme cold right into like as hot as I could get my shower water. That's supposed to be, uh, I imagine that's great for your blood circulation. I think you're right. You and this hammer today, bro. This is not a scientific podcast, but um, I can say with confidence that that hot to cold or the cold to hot is great for your blood circulation. Yeah. And I feel, you know, obviously, like I said, it's tough to get through. Uh, I'm going to have to find a better way than just counting to 300 to know I've hit five minutes. Because the counting to 300, I might as well have been counting to 3,000. But uh, You lose track. How far did you make it like in consecutive numbers before you noticed your focus starting to drift? Um, I, I stayed pretty focused throughout the whole thing. And honestly, um, it's been cold here in St. Louis. Um, but today the sun's out and it's probably around 50 degrees. So I probably lucked out in the sense that I got one of the warmest days to do it on. Uh, I mean, that water was still literally ice cold. Um, <laughs> but my plan is to do it every morning when I wake up, I'm going to go outside, I'm, you know, hop in, do five minutes, come in, dry off, and then go work out. Because I do feel like it it shocked my system and it woke me up. Like, I bet I it's feel great like, for you. I bet it's yeah. amazing for you. I There's feel a- alert right right now and like i said i've been having some like back and leg pains and like i think it's supposed to be good for inflammation so in addition to the other parts of 75 hard i'm going to try to make sure i do at least a, like a three to five minute cold plunge every day wow where are you getting all this ice well i just bought two bags down the street at the gas station is that gonna stay cold for you um the, i mean and the with weather with it being sunny and warm today, that water temperature is going to go up a little bit. But when the sun goes down, it's supposed to get cold again. And I think as long as I do it like pretty much first thing in the morning, that water is going to be at a pretty cold temperature because it's still, you know, we're still in the middle of winter. We haven't gotten through all the cold yet. Um, I but I also, I hope nobody at work is listening, but I do have a giant ice machine at work and I will just take ice from there if need be. <laughs> Wow, I love uh, that you, how confident you are in your intent to pilfer from work, um, even if it's just frozen water. But which is a basic human right, water. Um, but I, I want to uh, just for all the ladies, all the big uh, lady ifsters out there who are thinking about, oh, maybe this De- this D'Angelo guy sounds like he's really got his stuff together. Like I kind of want to maybe I'll reach out to them at thebigifpod at gmail dot com and see how he's doing. Here's another reason too. When a guy takes an ice bath or or gets that every day, you know what also happens is his uh, testicles, they kind of pull up into the body a little bit more and protect that sperm count. It actually maintains and or increases your sperm count to do that. Well, so ladies, you not just have you don't just have someone with the voice of a of a silkworm that's a weird way to put it but with a, just a beautiful voice but also someone who's virile highly virile so right in um we got hundreds upon hundreds of emails the last time uh that we the when we spoke with kimber gers um just lambasting me for my hygiene and my wiping uh habits i imagine i'm anticipating thousands of emails courting you for um your ice plunge habits did we get any emails like requesting that we turkey based any females like kimber described uh i you know i filter any of the tur- anything that said turkey based i filtered into a separate folder to read later so i need to uh double check that but it's very possible well, you mentioned the effect on the testes, and I'm glad to hear that because I'll tell you, you sit your fucking ass in a in an ice bath for five minutes, it uh, it has a negative effect on the dick. Yeah, but a positive effect on the virality. 
Yeah, so I guess you got to have a little there's trade-offs everywhere. There. There's yeah. trade-offs everywhere. And um, speaking of uh, wiping habits, I just want to settle the score. Uh, real, not settle the score, but set, set everyone straight. Um, since that fateful podcast and no free ads, I have purchased a Tushy Bidet. Um, my co-host may be able to see it right there. That's sort of the control panel where my finger is pointing right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it's installed. It's good. I'm good to go. Everything's clean as a whistle. Have you? Did you install it yourself? Yeah. You installed a bidet. These things are so easy to install. And again, no free ads. But Tushy has some of the funniest uh, instructions. Like they even provide you like a, like you can scan a QR code. And here's like a playlist to listen to while you're installing it and everything. And then, dude, uh, let me grab this. One sec, one sec. This is the funniest thing. They sent, they sent like a booklet that you can read on the uh, read on the toilet, and it has topics like um, uh, how to analyze your poop with the Bristol stool chart, um, the history of cleaning your butt, um, corn cobs. Um, this is this is some classic branding right here. I wish I would have thought about this. What do you say we off air uh, craft an inquiry to the fine people at Tushy and see if they'd be interested in sponsoring us? I'd love to. I'd love to. The I worst think... they can do is just ignore us. The worst they can do is ignore us and keep our streak alive, honestly. The We've first person to say no to us, for... that's it. The podcast is done. Yeah. The worst we could do is ask. I'm jealous because I've used one before and they're kind of neat. Have you used it? Yeah, yeah. Thoughts? Um, I'm loving it. You know what I'm going to do a little bit later today is there's a um, there's like a little spout that you could use warm water and I'm going to like drill a hole into that cabinet there, right, that I'm pointing at here and um, connect a warm water line from my sink. So that'll be nice and warm on, on my butt cheeks. What have you been using up to this point? Just cold, just straight up cold water. Yeah. Have and that's a, that's a shock, but you know, it's not, it's no ice plunge, but it is a shock. Have you, had you used a bidet prior to you getting this tushy bidet? Yes. Yeah. I purchased one um, right at the start of COVID when people were hoarding toilet paper. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and that was at a previous residence, and um, I left it there. I should have just, uh, this poor woman who bought it probably doesn't want my bidet, but I left it there for her, um, just in case, you know. I hope she got some use out of it. I hope she got some use out of it. I hope that it increases her, her resale value. Okay, two questions. First of all, has, does Corbin use the bidet? uh no she does not um when i told her i installed it she had no idea that i had even ordered it um because i use company money because it's in my office bathroom um so she had no idea that i even ordered it so when i told her i installed it she she gave me an interesting look and i wasn't sure if it was like why doesn't our bathroom have this or if it was like you're ridiculous i didn't really press her too hard and as far as bidet technology goes, yeah, it, it's obviously great for cleaning your starfish. Yep. Now, we don't have to worry about this when we urinate, but can a female use it on her vagina or for when she pees? I don't see why not. Huh. I don't, you know, I'm do um I'm curious now. Would women, I only think about it as a, uh, as like a poop wicking technology, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but would women appreciate it as like a clean, uh, um, uh, you know, a pee wicking technology? Yeah. Does it have some, as it has both. Yeah. I'd be interested to know ladies right in, can you use a day on your vagina? Write into us at the bigifpod at gmail.com. Um, I'll try to wade through the thousands upon thousands of emails that we get every week. Um, just put a just put your subject line in all caps. Bidet. 
please. Please. Um, yeah, okay, uh, well, I'm excited for you. That's, yeah. That's, okay, we... my, other que- my other question was, okay. I think you mentioned last episode when we were going through the wiping talk that you have a hairy, a hairy ass, correct? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Have you ever shaved your ass? Yes, not with a blade, with like a body trimmer. Okay, likewise, I bought, last year I bought a Manscaped, no free ads. Yep, so same here, I bought it, it looks, after that episode, I got real self-conscious and bought a Manscaped and I bought a bidet. Um, And I have, I have consistently used my Manscaped lawnmower 3.0 on my, my frontal region. But I'm going to be honest with you and all the listeners, I did not love the feeling of having a freshly shorn starfish. Um, I, I like it. I like it. It feels, uh, I feel whenever I um, take a shit that it, everything feels cleaner. I feel cleaner about myself. Um, and even like, even like, you know, um, farting or something in my pants <laughs> when I'm farting in my pants and over, <laughs> over across, you know, a day of, let's say a day of farts. Um, you know, I, I feel like when there's more hair there, it's just more entangled and it like, it traps, it traps that fartiness. Uh, it doesn't have any fart wicking technology built in. <laughs> So okay. I like, it's a cleaner slate and less to hang on to, I guess. Yeah, I can see that point of view. I'm I feel cleaner more... whenever I am I'm have a shaved ass. Yeah, I didn't like the way it felt like uh, on my undergarments. Like I, it just felt different and I didn't, I didn't care for it. I let, I let that shit grow back and I haven't touched it again. It is, it is a noticeable feeling. I mean, it's just like getting a haircut. Or something, or like, um, uh, I don't know how close you get to your dog, but if, if you shave your face and then like, you know, you rub your cheek, you know, you, you're just cuddling your dog and it rubs your cheek, it feels different after the shave than than during. And um, so I, I encourage you to warm up to it and, and just go for it. Take the cold plunge, shave your ass, and be free. Those could be ways that you could clean the basket or whatever we said wash the basket wash the basket that's right you're ah, dude you just brought us full circle full circle clean the basket people whatever that basket is for you clean it it might be sitting in cold water it might be shaving your asshole whatever that basket is clean it (laughs) that's right and it's not it's not up to us to decide if it is an air fryer basket. Great. You don't have to do any other mental gymnastics, but if it's not, if there's something else that's kind of bothering you, um, something that you know that you can take control of, um, don't be addicted to your limitations. Um, try to clean that basket daily and, um, you're going to make it, you're going to have a a true hot boy summer. You'll be well on your way. Okay, well, because that's the goal, right? That's that's the starting line and the finish line is Hot Boy Summer. Exactly. Yeah. I want to know because I would. I mean, I want you to come on this journey in some ways with me. What could you start doing to clean your basket? Um, what I could start doing more of to clean my basket is what could be something daily that's kind of just tough and you just gotta, you just gotta do it. You just gotta clean your basket. What's something that you could do to kind of clean your basket daily, whether it's first thing when you wake up or maybe before you go to bed or just something midday, like. Yeah. Um, in service of hot boy summer, if that's, if that's the end in the starting goal, then I would say cleaning my basket probably means, um sticking i'm on a nice uh cycling routine right now i got the stationary bike upstairs um i'd like to maintain that routine so that that's part one is just maintaining that i'm happy i've already i've already crossed that starting line 
Um, I just have to keep going. But even doing an extra 20 minutes on top of that, 20 minutes of stretching, 20 minutes of I'd love I'd love to get some abs for this summer. Yeah, I That's had it. them last year. I miss them. I would really love to get some abs for this summer. Um, going to going to Cancun in March here would be kind of nice if I had a little definition going on. Sure. So I think more so it, it's it's tacking on to healthy habits. So like swallow that frog, clean the basket, do the cycling first thing in the morning, and then just stay within that heat that I've already cultivated for another 10 to 20 minutes and stick it out. And then try not to eat a bunch of shit at night um, after you've already eaten dinner and you're just watching TV. Do you... uh... We're munchers. We munch too much at night. I forgot what I was going to ask you. It was good, too. Um, Damn. I don't know. You mentioned animal troughs earlier. I was going to say to you, do you do you have the desire? And if you do have the desire, do you think you would have it in you to have no booze until Cancun? Um, I yeah, I do think I have it in me. Um, I could probably do that. Uh, however, there is a bachelor party like the week before that that I'll be attending, which I imagine will entail a little bit of booze. Maybe the booze in your basket, bro. Look, it's possible. It's possible. The leaving booze could be cleaning my basket. Um, It wouldn't be a bad idea. I'll tell you. Um, What what would be even better? Maybe not even better, but would be just um, getting some of that nutrition up in me. You know, not just uh, reverting to fast food whenever things just because it's convenient um actually i need i need to go to the grocery store or the market today and just load up on some healthy stuff so that nutrition honestly that could it sounds like I'm just making it, it sounds like i'm just making up excuses to keep drinking booze but i'm serious the nutrition i think could be a major step for me as far as uh just keeping that basket clean i like that we can check in with each other make sure we're uh we're sticking to whatever nutritional goals we're trying to have a little accountability for one another yeah because i just got um i just got some blood work done and um old luther over here has pretty high cholesterol really as it happens yeah um which could lead to blocked arteries could lead to heart problems um yeah, so I, I got to uh, change my ways as far as what I'm eating. Did the doctor give you any sort of indication as to what might have led to that or what you need to cut out to improve those numbers? I don't really, I feel like eggs was the first thing that came to my mind for cholesterol, but I don't know. You'd have to eat a ton of eggs for that to be the cause of high cholesterol. <laughs> yeah, but I could probably not soak eggs in like butter or something or um you know, like I do like a little mushroom and egg omelet uh, in the morning most of the time. And that those mushrooms are cooked or like sauteed in either bacon fat or butter or something. So like things like that, that's that seems like a, a, a give. eat some healthy fats. Um, it was not a doctor that issued this. This was an insurance company. Ah, yeah. So um, but I did pass their little test. I earned the right to pay them money every fucking month, I guess. So congratulations. Uh, yeah, thanks. It's basically a savings account. Do you drink enough water? No. Um, no. Did you? No, I do not. I don't either. I'm trying to get back on that. I bought a gallon jug so that I can fill that up daily. Because for me, like having a bit, like trying to like, well, I have four of those 16 ounce cups at work. And then I da, 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 da. So I feel like if I just have a gallon and I can visually see where I'm at throughout the day, that makes it easier for me to get that gallon in. Uh, yeah, totally. And do you, are you talking about those ones that have like the little notches too? They're like, say 12 o'clock, one o'clock and you should, it's kind of, I kind of like that idea. Um, I'm afraid to take on that challenge though, mentally. Sounds like a basket opportunity. That does sound like, cause I'm, that fear is something I should be running towards, right? That's exactly the point I think of 
like because uh, I you know like I said hard things things you think you can't do you need to show yourself that you can and, and build that self-confidence yeah so hot boy summer fear, fear isn't the right word for the water thing but like you feel like maybe you couldn't do it so maybe I think that is exactly why you should just go ahead and do it you're right. Okay. I'm challenging. Hey, as a co host, as a friend, I'm challenging you. It's already, well, where I'm at, it's 12 16. So that means it's 10 16 where you're at. Yep. I challenge you either starting today or tomorrow to start drinking a gallon of water a day. Drink a gallon of water a day. All right. Challenge accepted. Honor system. I'm doing the same. So every time we talk, that's going to be one of the first things we ask each other is. How much water have you have you been drinking your gallons? Yep. Um, and I can get this in any way I want, right? Through the hose, if I'm carrying a bottle around. Do I have to buy one of these bottles? I'm looking no, at no, them on no. Amazon. You know, you track the amount. It's got to be a hundred and I get like 128, I think it is, ounces. 74 ounces, 128 ounces. I see 64 ounce. I see 128 ounce here. Yeah. Um, and I, like coffee and shit doesn't count. I know that's a lot of water, but we're just talking straight up water. Okay. And I, like, I like to drink like some, uh, some like flavored, like seltzer waters and stuff that are zero calories. That doesn't that count? count. No. It's gotta be pure H2O. Yeah. If you maybe put- a little fluoride <laughs> added to it depends on where you live. I even, I even kind of want to be a dick and say like, no Mio, no like flavorings to make it like flavored nah, you don't water. Tell me that. I'm not, I'm not, I can never do those Mio things. Okay. So yeah, straight up water, gallon a day, hot boy challenge. Wash hot the boy challenge. Hot boy challenge, baby. Um, hot boy challenge and hammers of truth. Um, hey, we should just start you know what we're we're encouraging listener participation yeah this is a mental health podcast just as much as it's a circle podcast so i would if you're listening to this and it seems like when we don't advertise them and post links to them on social media we're getting a, a couple dozen people listening right away when they drop i hope that number goes up but if you're listening to this, I want you to join us in this hot boy and even hot hot girl challenge. Email us at thebigifpod at gmail.com. If you email and join us, you can be part of the gallon of water challenge. And we'll just we're gonna we're gonna keep it let's all get hot for the summer. Let's all get hot for the summer. If you if you email us, um then once a day when I'm drinking my gallon, I'll think of you. Maybe this will give us an opportunity to create our big if Instagram and that can be like our first post. Like we'll both have, we can post our water challenge, maybe, you know. Is this, is this our big if breakthrough? Cause we I was thinking about more, this, you we, know, we, we need to have more of a social media presence. Yeah, you're right. We got to promote it. Shit. We're, we're staying under the radar here for so long. I was curious, you know, how long, I know that there are YouTubers out there who probably have hundreds upon hundreds of videos, maybe thousands of videos, um, but a following of about the same size that we do, which is, you know, 12 people who have just like auto download it whenever it comes out. Is there a is there a breakthrough point for the big if or does that even matter? Uh, yeah, I think if we if we if keep we doing were, our bullshit and it, it's fine it's been fun to put it on spotify and see our little logo and shit but if we really want to grow it i think one of the ways that we should do that is to get that um get that tiktok and uh start up an instagram get the tiktok back going which means we're gonna have to kind of have a little bit more of an emphasis on the video side of things the visual yeah. part so we yeah. got away from that when we were dedicated to like the audio part and the Spotify stuff, but yeah, I, I, maybe I'll create us an Instagram and maybe this can be where we really launch. 2023 might be our year. 2022 is us kind of feeling the waters out. Let's take it to the moon this year. To the fucking moon. Let's just, let's keep cleaning our baskets until we reach the moon. 
I'm ready to run through a fucking brick wall right now. <laughs> I feel like I've listened to like Al Pacino just give that speech during any given Sunday and I'm just ready to fucking go. Yeah, let's fight for that inch, baby. Um, I was going to bring up the idea of of troughs since you brought you said something about animal troughs earlier, but I don't even know that it's worth going to. We'll we'll save it for whenever we meet up again. All right. Well, I mean, what are your thoughts on troughs as far as peeing into them? Because I thought I think it might be a little unsanitary. I get that, but there was always kind of a a weird male camaraderie when you went into the bathroom at like Old Bush Stadium, and you had to pee into the trough alongside um, someone who may or may not have had a bigger penis than you yeah i'm not a big trough guy uh no camaraderie there's nothing nothing uh, nostalgic for you about the trough no because anytime i'm in a public restroom it's just kind of a business transaction for me i'm just strictly business eyes straight ahead just try not to get any on my pants and wash my hands and get on out of there I don't love public restrooms. I don't know if that's a hot take, but I'm not, I don't love public restrooms. I, what if the public restroom, uh, what if there was a concerned, inserted national health campaign to make public restrooms more trustworthy, cleaner, more accommodating? Um, maybe we even have like an attendant, uh, like you would see as one of those clubs or something. No. No, no, no I, I absolutely despise bathroom attendants. What are they doing uh, in there? Why, why do they? How do they fall into that line of work? I, I have no idea. I haven't gone many places that have had them, but like, these I are people with like a, a passion for public restrooms. Like, can you imagine that's your job? You have to sit in the fucking shitter and like hand people paper. Like, I would just, I would much prefer grab my own paper towel. I don't need a spritz of Stetson for men. I don't. Maybe I'm I'm happy if there's a mint or a piece of gum sitting there, but I'm not. Don't discount the mint or the piece of gum and loose cigarettes. I'm not looking to get my wallet out and pay a guy to hand me a paper towel. So I'm kind of anti bathroom attendant. Yeah, and you know he's only dealing in cash, and cash is dirty in itself. Hey man, you got Venmo? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, wow. Yeah, I wonder um, who do you think. What do you think the most successful bathroom attendant in the world brings brings in on a yearly, on a salary? Probably more than I do, but... Probably more than I do. Yes. I mean, if you... They're hanging out I, in some class act bathrooms, though. Yeah, and maybe Hotel you have stuff. Like a, a fun personality and you've been there a while and you're just kind of part of the experience. And there's probably a guy out there that makes a pretty good living hanging out in the shitter for x amount of hours per day and night yeah like the um isn't there like an underwear cowboy and on in a new york times square or something yeah he's like yeah i bet he makes more than you or i combined and he does cameo i was just perusing cameo the other day and i saw uh the naked cowboy i think you can get a cameo from him is jason riley coming on that's i thought we agreed we weren't saying that name unless it's in regards to you know what coming up here in the next week what hot boy summer what's coming up discord baby oh that's right that's right i'm sorry uh you're right you're right i was just just curious um all right i mean i would love to talk to him he's he would probably be pretty funny to talk to and catch up with but I just like, it's almost like pride for me at this point. He's pissed me off with all the times he's kind of found a reason not to that I almost just don't want to ask anymore. That's so, that's perfectly fine. Wick away that stress and just let, it'll it'll be all right. If there was like a Jason wicking technology. That's just life. (laughs) Life has just wicked Jason away from me. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, it would be fun to catch up with him maybe after I run this uh, season of Circle as him and we can kind of reveal to him live on the podcast what his likeness has been up to. 
I love that. I love that. Even like, um, if you could screenshot some choice conversations or things that he's that he has said, um, I think that would be great. Have you uh, have you dove into any of the Facebook hullabaloo about the twenty year reunion stuff? Did you ever log in? And look no, at that? I still haven't logged into Facebook. I need to do that. I need to do that. I guess I can do it right now. It's just I. Okay. I don't know. Do you maybe a, do you that's have access to it right now. Yeah, maybe that's my air fry basket. Is is this Facebook conversation? Well, I kind of want to see your reaction to it live on camera. So, is can you do that now, or do you not? Would you rather not? I'd rather not right now. Fair enough. It's it's, it's been... in part because I kind of got to take a shit. I kind of had to do that since the start of this podcast. Just been oh, just letting it marinate. Just holding it in. Yeah. Um, thankfully. Thanks to my manscaped lawnmower, it's not like some residue that's just hanging on. And thanks to so the fine tushy, you're gonna have just a sparkling clean dirt tushy. star when it's all finished. That's right. No free ads, but thank you so much, Tushy. I I paid full price and um I'm not upset about it. All right, so we'll wrap it up so you can do your thing. What did we learn today? We have uh, Hot Boy Summer 2.0. Yeah, we learned that you were officially back on your bullshit. Yeah. Um, we yep. talked about ice baths and testicles and sperm counts, um, temptation wicking technology, um, air fried fillets, hammers of truth, 75 hard and self-confidence, drinking a gallon of the gallon of water challenge has been accepted, um, bidets, shaved asses, ice plunge baths, and taking it to the fucking moon. Amen, brother. I'm excited. I'm I am excited. excited. I am excited. All right. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Big If. We'll be here all year round. Um, this is like our 32nd episode, I want to say. That's, you're uh, not getting rid of us. We're not, not getting rid of us. Yeah. Um, was 32, was that Scotty Pippen's number? 33. 33, that's right. So next next episode we're going to reach out to scotty pippen um he may or may not be on the next episode just teasing that teeing it up um but we'll see you next time ifsters all right adios drink your water, drink your water clean that basket okay <laughs> <laughs>